the Glenn Beck program. We have a uh, quite a treat. We're being visited again by Jason Whitlock. In case you don't know who he is, he's a sports writer. Uh, he is, you know, he's won all kinds of awards, and then, and then they were like, "Oh, we gave it to the wrong guy," because he doesn't happen to uh, go along with everybody else. He was working for ESPN. He's done a couple of things. ESPN, the undefeated website. He also steered Fox uh, Sports One Studio sto- uh, Show. Speak for yourself. Uh, and he is speaking for himself and I think millions of others. We join Jason Whitlock in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. Another Jason lives in Texas, where all good Jasons live. He writes in about his dog's experience with rough greens. He says, I have a nine-year-old Great Dane that has a thyroid problem. Wow, that does not sound good. She used to sleep 23 hours a day before I tried Rough Greens. I can't believe the difference. She does a happy dance all the way to her bowl. She's so much more active. She even jumped on my shoulders twice in the last week. She hadn't been able to do that in four or five years. It's an amazing transformation. Thank you so much for Rough Greens. This is the uh, kind of mail we get from a lot of owners of dogs. This is the kind of things that, I mean, Uno is a completely different dog. He's nine. I can't believe that. He's nine years old, and that is old for a German shepherd. Just got him to the vet, and she said he is, he's like, he's regressing in age. And that's the way it feels to us. Rough Greens, it's not a dog food. It's uh, something that you put on top of your dog's food, full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. The things that make your dog healthy and happy, uh, they're not in usually your dog food. These are the things that they need. And it's like dog crack for most dogs. Not everybody likes it. You know, not every dog likes it. Um, I haven't tried it myself. Hey, things keep going the way they're going. Maybe I will be eating dog food. Uh, Rough greens. You try it for your dog. They want you to have just a free little sample bag so you can try it out. You just put uh, like a, I put a tablespoon of this in my dog's food, mix it in uh, every night. He loves it. If your dog, uh, you're not sure, just get this. It's a free bag. You just pay for shipping and they'll send it to you. If your dog likes it, order a bag and get started and see the difference. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Mr. Jason Whitlock. Welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. Headed well, to Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, and you're giving a you're giving a speech. Give us a little highlight of the speech. Well, I I, I think we've discussed some of it here. It certainly has been inspired by some of my conversations with you. But if you really understand America's journey and how central the African American journey was to making America live up to its promise of freedom, and so the African American journey expanded freedom and made America hyper-focused on freedom, Mm -hmm. and it helped us become the greatest nation in the world, the African-American journey and having to live up to the things we promised in the Declaration of Independence and in our Constitution. And if you really understand what's going on in America right now, African-Americans have been targeted by our adversaries, China, Russia, uh, the Mideast, uh, the le- the far left, the satanic left, and they understand that without 
African-Americans on their team, they can't bring down America. And so they have targeted us and have moved us away from our faith-based worldview and have removed us from being America's moral conscience. And that's why so much degeneracy is, is promoted by liberals in control of the zeitgeist and Hollywood culture. Degeneracy is promoted within black uh, culture. And now you have guys like LeBron James and all the Hollywood influencers and athletic influencers expressing all of this anti-American sentiment. And that's why we have so much chaos here in America. Have you? Have you met LeBron? I mean, you're a sports writer. Have you met him? What do you What do you think of him? Uh, I've met him, but not in a real way. I've been, you know, practices, games, press conferences. Have you know asked him questions at press conferences, things. I at one point I was tight with uh, the people close to LeBron, Maverick Carter, his business partner, and Rich Paul, and have sat down with a lot of those guys. What I mostly think is that. And, and I, look, I just got to be real. I'm a former athlete. When you focus that much time on your body and athleticism and developing your athletic ability, there's not a lot of time left over to develop your intellectual capacity. So most of the guys that I have known who are blessed with the most physical ability aren't the brightest lights in the world. LeBron's not one of the brightest lights in the world. There, there are some athletes, Grant Hill, uh, others who are you know pretty smart, come from really solid family foundations, and are more well-rounded than LeBron. LeBron's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. He's not one of the greatest thinkers. And it's not surprising. If I was blessed with that kind of athletic talent, I wouldn't be one of the brightest thinkers. Not that I am now, but, but I just think that athleticism, that level of it gets in the way of – developing your intellectual capacity. And so LeBron's not very bright, and but he's got a lot of money, and that trumps all in America. When you worship uh, money the way we do here in this country, we tend to think, oh, that guy's got a lot of money. He's got to be really smart. And I say a lot of times the people with the most money are the people either physically blessed or the people willing to cut the most corners uh, to get the money. And, you know, there's a reason why God says, you know, a rich man is like getting a, a camel through a needle for him to see the kingdom of heaven. I guess that's why I blow so much money, Glenn. I want to I want to die poor. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, much to my kids' uh, chagrin, I want to die poor as well. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, so what's his motivation? Do you think? Oh, I think he and Nike. He's being a great Nike employee, and Nike is beholden to China, and they're interest in growing their market share in China supersedes growing their market share in America. China has 1.4 billion citizens. We have 333 million or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. And so Nike is most interested in China. And so LeBron James being a good Nike employee, uh, you know, sings the praises of China or ignores the, the problems in China and focuses on being a good propaganda tool for China and Nike that, you know, America's the evil place. He's just being a good Nike employee and serving his bottom line. Hmm. Uh, I know I saw some tweets saying that, you know, you were a rich elite 
you know, calling out him as a rich elite. You're a rich elite. No, first of all, you're not even in the same, none of us are in the same uh, category as LeBron James. But you earned your money just like he did. And you came from, from nothing. It isn't that, instead of arguing uh, who's got more money or what you're doing because you have money, the idea is that, yeah, I have money, but I didn't come from money. I earned it, and I, I did it the right way. And in America, anyone can make it. I think that they would argue LeBron earned his money. He came from nothing. He did it the right way. All those things are true. I think what right. separates me and LeBron, though, is I'm aware that I live a pampered, privileged life. However... I want to create the opportunities for kids who are in the same situation as yes. me to elevate. And so I, I can't be pro-elite. I was an elite. I was not an elite. I was, you know, a kid growing up poor, with a dad that didn't graduate high school and a mom that was a factory worker and came from nothing. And so I some, a lot of the things I'm arguing aren't in my particular best interest. I'm arguing for people who were like me 30 years ago. How do they climb the ladder? Because, again, uh, America has the most economic mobility than any country on the planet. There, mm -hmm. My story is not unique. Uh, there are other black, white, Asian, uh, Hispanic people that have came from nothing and uh, – climb the social and economic ladder here in America. It's easier to do it here because of our freedoms and the principles that were founded long before any of us were alive. Some of the principles weren't the greatest, but we corrected and improved those and kept the ones that were great. And they allowed people like me to elevate from a, a poor station in life to a life of privilege. I just want other kids, and I'm arguing for things that will allow other Jason Whitlocks, when they're 10, 12, 11, 15 years old, that they can climb that ladder the same way I did. If we go the way of the elites and what's good for Nike and the globalists, again, there will be less people like Jason Whitlock. Less, I'll reference my, my lawyer and friend in Kansas City, Kirk May, a white guy that came from nothing in Springfield, Missouri. It'll be a lot harder for him to climb that ladder if we go the way that the elites like LeBron James and Nike are, pu are pushing us. There will be less stories of people uh, overcoming their circumstances and elevating. It is, it is the story. It's why people are coming from South America here. In South America and the rest of the world, China, you have to be connected and you have to be in the right party and the right class and know the right people to be able to make it here. The rule of law was supposed to be justice is blind, so it doesn't matter. You don't have to belong to a union or a guild or be from the right family. All you have to do is invent a better mousetrap. But now we're making that damn near impossible. And you can't because of all the regulations. You have to have money and you have to have connections. And if that stands and continues to grow, people down at the bottom of the ladder, they don't have a chance. They'd never, ever make it. I know I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have made it.
They are going to make those people dependent on UBI. And I, I'm just, I don't want to be dependent on UBI. And they're already doing that. Yeah. And, and yes, they, they've done have, someone the other day sent me uh, the letter or the newspaper column that Paul Harvey turned into a uh, broad, a radio broadcast speech. And it was about if, if I were the devil I, and it was oh, yeah. written in 1965 mm-hmm. and and it's so profound and so ahead of its time. And, and one of the great lines in there is about, I would take from those who have and give to those who want it, thus like destroying the incentive of the ambitious. And that's what well, we're doing. Look what's happening. Look what's happening with just the bailouts. We have people now making more money than they can make it work. And so they're not going to work. And what people don't understand is, you know, everybody says, oh, inflation's not coming. All inflation is, is too much money chasing too few goods. So all you have to do is not be able to make the goods. Well, if no one's taking their job, the factories can't keep up with the demand. So that demand will will promise you higher prices. And everybody's going to bitch and moan about higher prices. They're going to say it's the capitalist system. No, it's not. It's this it's this government hybrid here of socialism and corrupt uh, capitalism that is going to cause massive, massive pain for everybody involved. All right. We're going to continue our conversation uh, with Jason Whitlock here in just a second. Our sponsor is AMAC. We live in a country today that has wildly lost its way, lost all respect for logic and law and order, basic decency. Knowing who you can count on is a valuable commodity. Remember I said, just keep your, keep your dignity and keep your name. Don't lie to people. Make sure you get rid of all the lies in your life because trust is going to be very valuable. Uh, those times are right here. It's happening. Let me tell you about a group that you can definitely count on. It is AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, the advocacy group that is now 2 million members strong and growing. AMAC believes in the values that constitutional conservatives care about and believe in. They represent courage, faith, and reason in trying times. We just told you that in the last year, our national debt is now uh, $28 trillion. But in the last year, we have almost doubled that. In the last year, we have spent $19.5 trillion, assuming what the president is going to say tonight, that he will pass without Republican support. Another $4.5 trillion goes through. $19 trillion. Is anyone standing up for that? Is anybody standing up for the sanctity of life? Well, they have a full-time presence in Washington, and AMAC has been pushing back for years against the radical left. They have been doing it, and I have been watching them do it and supporting them. May I suggest stand with AMAC as they fight the good fight. Become a member today. The benefits are great, but the cause is even greater. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S dot, uh, slash Beck. That's AMAC dot U-S slash Beck. Ten seconds, station ID. Okay, go with me here for for just a second. I want to switch gears on you. Two stories. Here's story number one. 
An Illinois woman was convicted of revenge porn after sharing sexually explicit photos that another woman had sent to her fiancé. She's 43. She sent the racy images to her family and friends in 2016 to explain why she was calling the wedding off. She was found guilty of non-consensual dissemination of private sexual images in uh, the county court. When she discovered the illicit pics, uh, Austin had been living with the man she was engaged to for more than seven years. The couple shared an Apple iCloud account that uh, allowed messages to be sent to the man's phone, but also go to Austin's iPad. That's how she found the text and the photos leading to the couple to break up and blah, blah, blah. And she said, I had to keep my credibility on this breakup and I needed everybody to know why we were not getting married. So the judge said, you can't do that because it's a violation of the right of privacy. Agree or disagree? Quickly on that. Agree. It's Agree. A yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Now listen to story number two. The FBI has, without court orders, looked through troves of national security, uh, security agency communications for information on Americans... Racially motivated violent extremists. The agency conducted the reviews despite being warned several years ago by the Foreign Intelligence Sur uh, Surveillance Court, which approves warrants for such investigations, that such inquiries were constitutionally alarming. The FBI's warrant free queries, <laughs> listen to this, known as backdoor searches were related to criminal investigations, including those on domestic terrorism involving racially motivated violent extremists. Where is our right to privacy on this one? We, we don't have any because uh, the media, the government, the elites have made race an issue that justifies any and all actions and any and all violations of rights. And... Uh, again, this is, again, how black people are being used, other people of color are being used to throw out principles, foundational principles, the reasons why people come to America. And again, that, and, and I'm sure there may be some people listening and say, well, it's justified. We have to. There are other ways to protect people be, be, besides going through their personal information and. I'm just sorry. We have to allow people to think inappropriate things or we don't have America. I have this uh, saying, Glenn, that I've probably been using the last 10 years. You can't have freedom without the dumb. Free dumb. You can't. D-U-M-B. <laughs> you have to allow the dumb or there is no free. And... So there, there's a level of dumb that we have to tolerate here in America and people's inappropriate thoughts. And I say this all the time. People don't get it. My dad was a great human being. He had some really dumb thoughts on race. He, he was prejudiced by, by events that had happened in his life, turned sure. him cold and racist. Uh, but he was a great man. And he treated anybody who came into his place of business, regardless of color, with a great deal of respect, as long as they met him with a great deal of respect. Right. Uh, and so if my dad can be a great person while holding some really stupid thoughts on race, 
I make that assumption about others that Mm. and we act like that if oh my god if you have some sort of racial bias that controls all of your behavior and it's just not true my dad held some pretty racist thoughts but his behavior was controlled by wanting to be a good person that trumped his racist thoughts. That's why I never saw my dad, despite, and I knew his views because he shared them openly with me and anybody else that would listen, but I never saw him mistreat anyone, black, white, whomever, any of my friends, anybody that came into his bar, the Masterpiece Lounge or Jimmy's J Bar J. Everybody got treated with respect because that was important to my dad that he be a good person. Back in just a second with um, journalism and the state of journalism with uh, Jason Whitlock, USA Today has edited an op-ed to help uh, somebody make a case. And they edited it so it read really entirely differently uh, and didn't even mark that they had edited it. You need to know it next. The Glenn Beck Program. Also going to tell you about an angel cop. This guy's amazing. Timeshare termination team. Uh, you know, you own a timeshare. You you got into it, you know, thinking that it's going to be good and you're going to use it all the time. Uh, and if uh, they've been jerking you around and it's not everything that they they promised, um, you can get out of your timeshare um, legally. Now. It's important to do things legally and to do it the right way. Uh, and that's where timeshare termination team comes in. If you're stuck in a timeshare and you want to get out of it, um, you'll be told you can't. But you can. You can. It just takes time and um, strategery, as George Bush would say. It takes strategic thinking with attorneys. Call Timeshare Termination Team. They get the process started, 100% money-back guarantee. If it doesn't work for you, if you're not out, no strings attached, you're not out, 100% uh, guarantee. You also get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare by using my name, Beck. So call 888-GET-YOU-OUT or timeshareterminationteam.com. Live speech coverage tonight with Mark Levin, Glenn Beck, and more. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn for 20 bucks off. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Tonight, 9 p.m., the president gives his first joint session of Congress speech. Uh, it's it's only been almost 100 days, you know, no rush. His big speech tonight, they're comparing it to JFK's moon launch speech. There's, it's not a high bar to, to, to hurdle over. Um, comparing it to his, uh, his speech for uh, JFK, they are saying now that he's going to be asking for almost $5 trillion in additional spending tonight. Uh, I don't know what, what, how he's going to say that we're, what we're building. I mean, at the end, we had the moon, uh, and that was pretty remarkable. At the end, what do we have? Except maybe a promise that if we keep doing it, we'll reduce the temperature of the earth, which is nonsense. Uh, we have Jason Whitlock with us tonight before we get into USA Today. Your thoughts on the speech tonight and another $5 trillion in spending. I do think for Joe Biden and the left, I do think it's analogous to Kennedy wanting to go to the moon uh, because I think 
what I hear, Joe Biden and the five trillion, what I heard from Elizabeth Warren in Hillary's four minute update about, you know, child care is infrastructure. They're remaking mm-hmm. America right before Correct. our eyes. And there's Correct. a desperation to do it as soon as possible. And yes. it's a kickoff tonight of a full blown kickoff of we're going to remake this thing and we're going to do it in the next two years and we're going to spend all this money to do it. And, and so, like, when I hear Elizabeth Warren talk about child care is infrastructure and everything's infrastructure, what you'll never hear them talk about is uh, family care because. Well, that's what this is called tonight. It is. This is a family that's called family care. The one point nine mm. he's asking for is family care. OK. <laughs> and so, again, they're reshaping the family, because to me, when I think of child care, that starts with caring for the family, mom and dad, making it e- because those should be the primary. That should be the primary daycare for kids is mom and dad. And yeah, they're no, re- the, no, they're they're recasting that as mom has to go to work. I understand. Yes. So let's get right. And so we're we're building a society for individuals, not families. And we're just all going to be a group of individuals. There will be no family structure. There will no one cares about family. And again, this goes right back to Black Lives Matters and they mm-hmm. want to tear down the nuclear family and it's on like Donkey Kong. Starting tonight, they're going to redefine the American family and we're going to spend trillions of dollars redefining the American family into something that I just if they can point to me where a group of individuals is better than mom and dad, I'll get on board. But I just don't think they can point to that. No, they can't. Uh, but is it I mean, it's not really going to matter because they're changing the language. They have all of the tools at their disposal. Um, USA Today. I mean, I think this is this is so Orwellian. It's it's spooky. So Stacey Abrams, you know, she has been for boycotts and everything else. Well, as soon as boycotts started in her state, people started saying, yeah, well, look at who you're hurting. Well, she had just written an op-ed on March 31st um, about boycotts. And let me read just the, the, critical, the critical paragraph. Events hosted by Major League Baseball, world-class soccer, college sports, and dozens of Hollywood fi- films hang in the balance. At the same time, activists urge Georgians to swear off hometown products and express our outrage. Until we hear clear, unequivocal statements that show Georgia-based companies get what's at stake, I can't argue with an individual's choice to opt for their competition. So they took that out because people started saying, look at the damage you're doing to jobs in Georgia. USA Today went in and changed that paragraph to say this. Instead of a boycott, I strongly urge other events and productions to do business in Georgia and speak out against our law and similar proposals in other states. That's not simply a a grammatical error or anything else. This is fundamentally changing the position of Stacey Abrams, and they did it so PolitiFact could then come back and say, See, Stacey Abrams never said that. And they never said until they were forced to, they never said that they had made that change in the article. I'm going to say it's not surprising 
And, and, and I'm going to say, you know, she plays for the right team, and so you get those kind of hookups. And, and this isn't a defense, but these types of shenanigans have been commonplace, I think, in the American media uh, for a long time. And and go, I'm I'm a bit of a Kennedy buff, JFK buff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you go look at what Joe Kennedy did to create a narrative oh my for his son to be president, uh, this is right out of that playbook. And so Stacey Abrams, who, who I fondly call Big Mama, uh, they're running Big Mama for president. And so they're going to play with her narrative and try to uh, keep her out of harm's way. And so Big Mama's getting hooked up the way JFK got hooked up. And and because they want her to be president someday, uh, and so this doesn't surprise me. Didn't this, this have to come is, at Abrams' request, though? I mean, it had to have. If if they took Stacey Abrams, a, a, a well-known figure, as you point out, a p- potential president in the future, and oh, a, and USA Today just decided to edit her opinion to the exact opposite, like in a, in an op-ed, that would be a remarkable scandal that she would be infuriated about wouldn't certainly she? her team somebody on her team yeah, yeah. and yeah. and again mm-hmm. big mama made a mistake and cost <laughs> black georgians a lot of money mm-hmm. in atlanta and they had to get her out from underneath that and right. so they reached out to usa today and rewrote her thoughts or what but this is i mean you know it is it's really i don't know if you're familiar i was just up in connecticut and i took the kids uh, downtown New Haven, and we took a tour of, of Yale. And uh, I was showing them the different buildings and the different markings and what everything means, and I came to the uh, Skull and Bones Secret Society uh, uh, temple, if you will. And it's right there, and it is super secret, and these really powerful people have gone, and you know, corporations are run for these guys. You are selected to be a part of this. And then problems just go away and opportunities just start. And it is so evil, so evil. It's a cult. And when you get, when you have a cult member in trouble, the cult kicks in to, to take care of those things. And that's what's happening right now. It doesn't matter what you do. Don't worry. Just stay with us and we can make things disappear for you. That certainly, she's inducted into that club. She's she's a pawn in that club. Uh, and, and again, I go back to what we were talking about earlier. It is central to what the left is doing to have black co-conspirators. And she's a co-conspirator in the reshaping and the remaking of America. There are black people that foolishly think they're going to benefit from this reshaping. We are not. None of us are. None of us that that are attracted to freedom. American free. None of us that believe in God, this will not benefit us. And so you can get all caught up in the color of the co-conspirators. And say, oh, yeah, that means it's good. For-. No, it doesn't. Unless you're an elite. And this is where, again, I go back like W.E.B. Du Bois and the talented 10th. Mm-hmm. That was always offensive to me because I'm not part of the talented 10th. Yes. I'm 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 the son of a factory worker and a guy that didn't graduate high school. I went to Ball State University, graduated at 2.3. No one ever identified me as, oh, this guy here. We, because you know, same I, with me. Yeah, same I, with me. I, I didn't have the 
heritage, the blueprint for them to invite me into their club. And I would have rejected the invitation because later in life, I have been, you know, the last 20 years, I have been like offered opportunities to join the club. I'm not interested in it because it's not good for the great mass of Americans Mm -hmm. who believe in this country, enjoy Mm -hmm. and understand the 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 beauty of freedom, the 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 power of freedom, religious freedom, all freedom. It's just not good for all of us. And it's certainly not good for those of us who are believers. And so F the club. I'm not joining. Um, uh, let me play this. This is com- coming from Rose McGowan. Uh, this is what she said about the Democratic Party. Now, she's one of the big proponents of me too. listen to this. As some of you know, as some of you don't know, if you've heard my name or read anything on me in the media, I grew up in a cult and it was a very famous cult called Children of God. And it gave me a superpower. It gave me the ability to see the control and the propaganda machine, especially in the U.S., for what it is and how it harms people and how the left can harm people just as much uh, as the right if they go very, very deep into it and ignore all other aspects of kind of reality in a way, and and that you're serving a master that might not be serving you. And I always say I come in peace. I am not here to make people feel bad about their political choices, but I am here to say that you might be in a cult too if you don't know the signs. And, and I do believe Democrats most especially are in a deep cult that they really don't uh, and know about and aren't really aware of. And I leave the Republicans alone more because I do respect people more that are like, this is what we are. This is what we're about. This is what we're against. Whereas I find that the Democrats are really pretty much almost against all the same things. They're against um, changing the world for the better. And, and they're for keeping a system in place that is for so few people and benefits so few, but they masquerade as the as the helpers. We would do this. The world would be perfect if only those Republicans would get out of the way. Well, okay, you've got control. So now what? What are you going to do to make the world better? We're going to see tonight. Jason, God bless. Have a safe trip. I hope to see you again. Thank you, Glenn. Stu. Thank you. Jason Whitlock on the Glenbeck program. Uh, our sponsor this half hour is Legacy Box. Uh, we were up for a funeral um, a few weeks ago. My uh, my wife lost her brother to a tragedy, and we were going through all of the pictures. And you know, I I haven't seen a photo album, a real photo album with you know the Kodak Instamatic. Uh, you know, flash cube kind of pictures in a long time. And they were almost all just faded and gone. They've been sitting in this photo album protected as, you know, grandma thought they would be protected forever. And they are just fading away. And you could barely make out some of the faces on some of them. And uh, so for Mother's Day, mom, you're getting a legacy box. It's closing in on us fast. And I think this is the best this is the best Mother's Day present. It's, I keep telling my kids, all I want, all I want. They ask me, what do you want, Dad, for Christmas, your birthday, whatever. I've been saying it for two years. All I want are the pictures organized and and preserved. That's all I want. That's all I want. Um, 
there is something about those memories that I just don't want seen lost for the generations. And all of our photos and everything else, it's going to be lost. Mother's Day, give Legacy Box. It will bring new life to your old media by unlocking all of the Trap family members and putting them into a modern digital format. It will preserve them, make sure that they're safe. All you have to do is you get a Legacy Box. It's running a 50% off Mother's Day special right now. You order your legacy box, you take advantage of the incredible offer, you put the photos in, you send them away, you get the photos back, and you also get, uh, you know, on a thumb drive or up on the cloud, however you want it, on a, uh, on a DVD-ROM or CD, you can get legacy box to help you do this now. It's a great Mother's Day pres- uh, present. It's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Save 50% while supplies last. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. You know, I saw a story today, Stu, um, out of the um, UAE. And, you know, America is so horrible. And, you know, we're just so behind the rest of the world. It's in uh it's it's a woman who has encouraged people to venture into the car repair business. Uh and it's a it's a story of this woman who's the first to fix a car in the UAE. And I saw that and I thought, you know, we are way ahead. Way ahead on many things. And the UAE is relatively uh, ahead of oh, yeah. the, some of the other areas of the Middle East. Yeah. They're not even And we're the worst. told. Now, now you, you you might say, "Well, that's the UAE." Okay. Compare us to what? Anything outside of the Western world because the Western world is the target. It's the Judeo-Christian Western world that they hate. So, tell me where it, where women, where gays, where anybody is better off than in the Western world. Tell, tell me, tell me, because I don't see it. There certainly is not a place, and there has never been a place uh, as good as this for all sorts of minority groups. And I, you know, I, you know, I know you're using the qualifier of the Western world to, com- you know, compare it to other, you know, similar countries. But I'd take us over any of them too, frankly. Oh, in, uh, any you know, place, especially place. when you look at how large and diverse our country is. You know, yeah. I, you know, it's it's an amazing achievement, and it's it's why this country is worth actually protecting and not shredding it as they're attempting to do tonight. So that's that's why we're going to be covering the speech tonight and giving you all the details that you need to know because the end of the Western world is the ten-year objective, uh, and you will see it tonight. Blaze TV. Program.